Hi, this is Sarah, and we want to take a moment to wish you a happy holiday season from the Andersonville Chamber of Commerce. This is David. We hope that everyone has a wonderful and thankful Thanksgiving. Hi, this is Laura, and I'm wishing you all a happy holiday. And this is Joelle. We hope you spend your time with family, friends, and loved ones here in Andersonville this season. Hello and welcome to Always Andersonville, the podcast. I'm Laura. I'm Sarah. And I'm Joelle. Before we dive into today's episode, we want to take a moment and talk about the holiday program this season in Andersonville. This month, we relaunched our Always Andersonville holiday campaign, and that is a pledge local campaign for the holiday season that encourages shoppers to shift a portion of their spending to local and independent businesses. We have long said in Andersonville that when you spend money in a locally owned business, it goes further than when you spend that money at a national chain or online. And our data shows that if all of Andersonville pledged to shift at least 25% of their holiday spending to local and independently owned businesses, $6 million would be infused into our local economy this holiday season alone. A little commitment can make a huge impact. So please join us in making this commitment. Will you take the pledge to shift your shopping this year? You can visit our website at andersonville.org backslash always Andersonville, and you will find there information about the pledge as well as the giant pledge local button. Uh, We also have been featuring all of our pledges to date on the website with over 50 so far since our campaign launch on November 7th. And there's also information on the website about where the origins of Always Andersonville came from. So we launched this campaign in 2017, last holiday season, and along with that, the hashtag Always Andersonville. And since then, the hashtag has been used over 900 times on Instagram and growing, which is amazing. So we're so thrilled that the community has really embraced this message. And you will also find information about how you reserve a shop local passport, which features uh, over 100 of our businesses all in within the passport you can find shopping dining entertainment and service specials in there that you're able to visit and redeem throughout the season until december 31st so if you see folks walking around with a chartreuse colored passport you know what they're holding you know what the deal is can you define chartreuse for those of us no names mentioned might not know exactly what color that is laura It's about 50% yellow, 50% green. Thank you. That was so helpful. It's definitely a beacon to look for when people are walking around when they first pick them up on Small Business Saturday. The Andersonville Chamber of Commerce has also created several holiday gift guides to complement and inform your shopping experience here this season. Gift guides are live now. View highlighted items from our businesses for everyone on your list at andersonville.org backslash holiday events. Gift guides can also be downloaded and printed at home. Wow, those are so handy. So what's your favorite gift guide? Ooh, I like For the Closet Nerd. Um, We'll be featuring some really fancy scissors from Martha May, Art Supplies and Beautiful Things. So be sure to check that out. We also have one for the pets, which is excellent because there are so many pet lovers here in Andersonville as well. Do we have one again this year for the hostess? We do. Um, For the hostess. That's always a good one. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And for the chef, I believe we're repeating as well with some fabulous cooking classes from the Wooden Spoon. So if you're looking to give more of an experiential gift, we'll definitely have several items and all of the guides for that. So this week is Small Business Saturday. Can we believe it? It's already here. Um, Small Business Saturday is taking place this Saturday, November 24th. This is a nationally celebrated holiday, and we're embracing the Shop Small movement. We have tons of businesses participating. You can definitely find them all on our website. We're really excited to launch the Shop Local Passport, as we mentioned. The Andersonville Chamber staff will be stationed at George's Ice Cream and Sweets that day from 11 a.m. to about 2 p.m., giving away passports and some Always Andersonville swag. Um, if you've taken the pledge in advance, you can reserve a copy of the passport. We'll have your name on a list. And we might be doing a special deal maybe for the first 10 or 20 people that come to pick up their passport. They might get maybe an ice cream. Wow. I'm up for George's any time of the year, especially with all those fancy holiday flavors and hot chocolates. And the holiday trolley, that is super fun and awesome is going to be running up and down Clark Street starting on Small Business Saturday from 1 to 4 p.m. And that trolley will take you from Gethsemane all the way down to Lawrence. So, And back again. Then right after Thanksgiving, we'll have Joy on Clark Street. That's capital J-O-Y. It stands for Just Older Youth. Over 60 businesses have signed on to support a shopping day for adults 60 plus on Tuesday, November 27th from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. Folks can check in at the Swedish American Museum from 11 uh, to 1 with coffee and donuts. Each guest will receive a lanyard to unlock shopping discounts for the day. So you can check out more information about that um, day of shopping on our website. And then in December, our beloved and popular Late Night Andersonville returns. Now, if you haven't been to Late Night Andersonville before, it's a really special evening full of holiday cheer. There are shopping offers at our retailers, dining and drink specials, photos with Santa Claus, carolers, and another return of the holiday trolley. Late Night Andersonville is December 7th and December 21st, both Friday nights from 6 to 9 p.m. And the holiday trolley runs that evening from 6 to 9. And just a word about the holiday trolley, you can get on and jump off to help with your shopping, uh, or you can just ride it if you want to bring some friends or bring your kids, maybe those who... um, like a little character named Daniel Tiger. It's really fun to get on the holiday trolley and experience that and enjoy a ride around Andersonville. We have a record number of businesses participating in our late night Andersonville events this year, over 100. So there is something for everyone. And we really hope that we see you that night. And we might even have special appearances by Roxy the Pity, we hope, and other dogs of the community riding the trolley. That will most likely happen on Small Business Saturday and December 21st. And also keep an eye on our Instagram because we'll be previewing a lot of these businesses, the, the over 100 that have signed up with a special holiday windows in Andersonville campaign where we feature their lovely window displays that start to go up around Thanksgiving. Joelle, how can people find us on Instagram? We are at Avil Chamber on Instagram, and that is also our Twitter handle. We are also holding our annual toy drive here in Andersonville, benefiting Care for Real. 
businesses start receiving donations on November 30th through December 14th. The annual toy and gift drive supports Care for Real Edgewater's Food Pantry, who provides over 8,000 toys and gifts uh, to 1,000 kids and teens during the holiday season. Unwrapped toys and other donations can be dropped off at the following locations. Fat Chris's Pizza and such, Four Sided, George's Toys, etc., and more. More drop-off locations and other holiday drives can be found on our website. In Andersonville, we're also known for our Swedish heritage, and we celebrate that at the holidays as well. We have our traditional Swedish events, including Julmarknad, which is the weekend of December 1st through the 2nd at the Swedish American Museum. That is the traditional Swedish market. Uh, we also have the St. Lucia Festival of Lights on December 13th at 4.45 p.m. And that's a really special procession throughout Clark Street. You can come, you can join us to um, watch the procession and hold lanterns. Also on December 1st is the Waldorf Holiday Fair. And on our website, we're gonna have a Santa tracker. So Santa is gonna be making a number of appearances in Andersonville this holiday season. So check andersonville.org and find Santa. So there really just sounds like there's so much to get excited about for this holiday season. And one thing that we're really excited about is before every episode of Always Andersonville, the podcast, including today's, we will be airing special holiday greetings from business owners and residents in the community. I am Miguel from the Coffee Studio, wishing everyone in Andersonville a happy holiday season. And uh, Andersonville offers a lot for uh, unique gifts and treats for your friends and family. Come check it out and of course stop at uh, our coffee shop on the North End. Hi, this is David Collins, author of Summerdale, which takes place in Andersonville, and I encourage everybody to shop small this holiday season, especially retailers like Women and Children First. Happy Holidays. Hello everybody, this is Paloma Vargas. I'm a market manager for Fizz, and on behalf of all the company, I want to wish everybody in Andersonville and beyond happy holidays. I love Andersonville. Every time somebody comes to visit from out of town, I always bring them here. So happy holidays. The staff from Robert Jeffrey Hair Studio wishes you a happy holidays. Hi and happy holidays from the Chicago Uptown Lions Club. This is Sharon Howerton, and don't forget to save your eyeglasses for us. Next up, we have Tim Gillengerton from Transit Tees. Welcome to Always Andersonville, the podcast. I'm Laura. And I'm Joelle. Today, we are joined by Tim Gillengerton, owner of Transit Tees, a Chicago-themed merchandise store founded in 2001. With two locations in Wicker Park at 1371 North Milwaukee and here in Andersonville at 5226 North Clark. Transit Tees takes visuals from Chicago's metropolitan landscapes and transforms them into fashionable artwork, clothing, magnets, housewares, and more. How did Transit Tees come about? So I used to oversee the Kraft Foods account in the Midwest, which is putting together uh, the co-partnering groups for mac and cheese, Lunchables, all those brands. So I would work downtown. In the uh, summertime, I'd take my bike to work and back. But in the winter, I'd ride the elevated train. And uh, I think after being in the corporate world for a while, I was feeling like I wanted to have a little creativity in my life. So I started to look for opportunities to create things new, new pieces of art. Uh, I had been traveling a lot and found a bunch of old inspected by labels in my pockets from different countries. So it would say Inspectora 25 or it would be in Chinese or 
Inspector, let's see. Oh, it's say Examiner 9, which is from England. So I started collecting these little pieces of paper, and I realized that that was a form of art, that someone designed it, they picked the font, they laid it out on that piece of paper. So I put all those together on a T-shirt. T-shirts are great uh, formats for expressing art, easy. Everybody has an idea for a T-shirt. So I took those little pieces of paper, put them on a shirt, and the associate director for the Museum of Contemporary Art saw that shirt and wanted to carry it in their store. So that was my first launch at taking something new, something in our environment, and creating art with it. Uh, from that, I realized that we're surrounded by pieces of art. Uh, I was taking the train to my job, and I was looking at the signs on the train stop. And I realized that those also, even though they were simple forms, they could be recreated into artwork. Everyone loves the neighborhood they're in they live in and I just moved to Bucktown so I was exploring my new neighborhood thinking about how I really like the different neighborhoods I'd been in so far so I decided to take the artwork from the CTA reconfigure it and then combine it with a neighborhood and there's so many great neighborhoods in Chicago so it started with this train stop line and I presented that to the Museum of Contemporary Art they loved it picked it up from there I took it to the board of the CTA. They really appreciated that. I went to them directly and just started um, working with them several lawyers and several years later and received a contract for licensing for all of their goods. So it's like uh, they would send me their maps, signs, anything I'd requested. I could deconstruct it, recreate it into a, a whole product line. And when did you officially leave that design firm you were working? So I left there in 2000. About 2001, started the company. And um, I thought that I would leave the corporate world, have a more balanced life, uh, kick back a little bit. But having my own business ended up being so much more work. Um, the good thing is I wake up every day thinking about what I want to create, what I want to make for that day. So it's definitely a different feeling in the morning. And I'm really excited to come to work every day. And are you from Chicago originally? I've lived here now for about 35 years. And I grew up in Michigan, so the Midwest. So Transitee sold out of the Andersonville Galleria for eight years before you opened your store um, in July of last year. What has the first year been like? Uh, the first year has been amazing. Um, I want to thank the Andersonville Chamber of Commerce for welcoming our business to the neighborhood and working with us helping us in our first year. And I think, in general, the whole neighborhood has been amazing. The store was being worked on, and people would open our door and just yell in, welcome, and just walk by. And so that um, was just a great feeling. Andersonville's uh, Galleria is a great proving ground. Anyone that wants to start a small business has a craft, an artisan good. I always tell them you have to go check out the Galleria. It's very reasonable. You could set up there, test your product. You know, when we started there, we had a really wide range of items, and we were able to narrow that into the transit theme. And when we did, it, it did even better. So it helped us to focus our company, what we were about, and then it eventually helped us to launch our own business. 
And what's the square footage of your store here in Andersonville? Yeah, so the Galleria, we had an 8 by 4 space, so 32 square feet. So this current one, we have about 850 square feet. And um, we ran some numbers to see if it would multiply out, like the numbers we were doing. And it's doing very well. We were profitable our first year, which I think for a small business, that's great. I know that we've been participating in Midsummerfest and things like that. That helped with our brand. And so we didn't open as a cold start. Um, that's where the gallery also helped to give us a footing and the festivals helped some recognition. So, yeah, it's, we're really enjoying the space. I love this store up here. It's clean. It's a boutique version of our larger store in Wicker. And it's just pleasant to work up here. I always find it very relaxing, and the people are super friendly. So I know right before you opened, we were all excited to see the window decal go up. And I know you do a lot of vinyl, very cool vinyl window Yeah, we decals. have a um, really great creative team. All of our staff, we during the summer we have 20 staff, and we ask all of them for feedback. So we have this great advantage of high school students all the way up to my position, which is creative director. And so we'll get feedback from everybody, all different angles. They help produce these ideas. We definitely want to always be a little bit outside the box. So we want to create things no one's ever seen, dynamic elements, and something that makes you stop and think for a minute about what it is and, and intrigues you about what that is. And they're all related to being a Chicagoan. A lot of our stuff's insider. So you may not understand it if you're from out of town, but... If you take the train or explore different neighborhoods, you start to see the Chicago vibe. The flag, Chicago flag is a great icon. So we use that a lot of elements. We deconstruct it. We don't do many items that are the literal flag. So we like that hint and nod to the local person like, hey, I live here too. Um, there's a huge audience in Chicago, 7 million people. So that's a great audience to pitch to and to produce and create to. We have a vinyl cutting machine, so what we can do is we can create it, graphics um, at our studio, cut them out, and apply them to our windows to add that unique custom promotion. So people say that in order to be a successful entrepreneur, you have to have a high tolerance for risk. Do you think that is true for you? Definitely. Yeah, you kind of have to be willing to give everything you have. Um, it takes a lot of finances to start a business. I was very fortunate, saved up a lot. I joke around with my friends and coworkers who want to start their own company. I tell them to stay with your job as long as you can. Just build up that nest egg because it takes a lot to run a business. Um, I'm a little shocked that Andersonville was profitable, but I attribute that to having that foothold in the neighborhood what a lot of people don't realize is we've been up here for uh, probably 10 years. We designed the logo for M. Henry Cafe, Prima Restaurant, worked with Cheetah Gym, worked with Andersonville for over eight years. So um, that's helped get that foothold in the neighborhood, and we love it up here, and that drew us here. But it's not easy, and a passion's definitely needed. You have to be thinking about it every day and enjoying that to get you through all that. And I know you mentioned now uh, in this creative role, you love waking up in the morning, but it's very different. Is there a favorite aspect you currently have of your job that you can tell us about? It's interesting. Uh, I do with more financials than I ever imagined. 
contracts, such as renegotiating the leases or things like that. Um, I will say that we've been lucky with our leases. The the landlords we have know we're a Chicago company and they give us a break on the pricing. I know that's a big factor with many businesses. Uh, they pick us over, you know, a national brand for sure. Um, so that's helped us up here. The, what was the question? <laughs> Just what your favorite part of the job is right now. Favorite part of the job is probably the challenge, everyday challenge. Very interesting to be faced with new things. I do love the creative part. A lot of that has been delegated to the staff, which they're really enjoying right now because everyone likes to create things. And the cool thing is we can think of something, make it, and put it right in the store. Uh, I joke around, if it sells, we make more. (laughs) So it's kind of nice that direct relationship between a creative thought and the selling of a product. Yeah, we always love walking in and seeing your employees like Chris making buttons or um, playing around in Photoshop or InDesign working on things. It's really cool. And we had we recently had um, Todd Mack on the show and he's the owner of Foresighted and he too has, um, you know, for his employees has them create like holiday cards and they pick their favorite and the employees then get to sell their work. Um, but he also kind of talked about managing millennials um and how would you describe your management style and has that changed over the years of being a shop owner it's kind of funny it's definitely completely changed my original views on how to manage people i um i know that we have a big advantage of having young people um influence our decisions and i think that in the past it was that single ruling voice that ran a business and now flexing and letting other people step in more has been really uh, eye-opening and it's benefited us immensely. Yeah, he said a, a good day of getting through work is is not having someone cry. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure it was that blunt, but um, I think just seeing everyone be productive and yeah. get through the day and face face the challenges with grace and one of the key things i think now for younger generations is to have a purpose Mm -hmm. you know if you're directly involved in decision making you may be even coming up with a product idea that is amazing because when you're at the register and you actually sell that item that you just you thought of maybe three to six months earlier uh, I, i see them telling the customer oh i made that or that's my design or that was my idea and it's it's set purpose that makes it worthwhile for sure sure and the pride absolutely yeah, about um so 95 percent of everything we have we've designed um we've drawn it about 90 percent we've physically made we have hand screen printing machines we have three printing presses button makers we sew pillows patches so that's another really uh, fascinating part is that we physically make it with our hands and that's great for the local economy and um, the retail industry for us. And you said that you learned how to sew from this, right? Yeah, I, I would call my mom on the <laughs> phone. My mom's a seamstress, and I think she secretly liked that I needed her still. Yeah. So she would give me advice on how to thread the machine or work with difficult stitching, and it was fun. That was another challenge that um, 
was worth learning for sure. And is there a favorite product you would say, especially in the Andersonville store, but are there different favorite products at the Wicker Park store for both you personally, but then also just the public and your customers in general? It's probably our square magnets. They were that originating idea from the L-Stop. They created this backbone for our company to be based off from. It's surprising how many we sell. It's um, several hundred into the thousands on a, in a busy month. And I joke around with the staff, we should be a magnet store. <laughs> we just sell so many. <laughs> but the nice thing is we were able to produce all uh, 150 stops now. So we've grown wow. that into the complete line of the CTA stops. And that's the one I always go to. It's our number one single volume bestseller and everyone can afford it so i think that's why everyone recognizes the stops they've lived on the neighborhoods some people spell out their names <laughs> but it just gives this fun attainable item for everyone and also the the loop stripe design that you have you have it on the outside of your storefront currently yeah. right and extends down into the sidewalk which is very cool i love it it's funky it's colors that shouldn't really work together but they do and I just like either miniaturized or oversized. So it's just this oversized, chunky stripe from the downtown loop area. We had that on a shirt, and my friend Dan wore it into an Apple store. And this um, person was sitting there, and she stopped him. She said, I know what that is. She said, that's the loop stripe. And where did you get that? And he pointed to me that I designed it, and we printed it. And it ended up being the marketing director for Apple Computer in Chicago, Lucky. And, yeah. <laughs> so they, once we told them, well, we designed this on an Apple computer, they invited us into their store, featured us on the big screens for a week, our company as a company that uses products. And then we did a presentation about how we translated imagery from the CTA into artwork and fashion. So it's opened a lot of doors for us. It's been featured in InStyle Magazine on the mug as a top 10 mug of the year. So I love that one too. The mug just, is really cool. Yeah, it's it's our best-selling mug, and mm-hmm. it's just fun insider funky artwork. Yeah, absolutely. So as you said, you've participated in Midsummer Fest and you know, certainly a lot of street festivals um, throughout the Chicagoland area. Um, what was the first street festival that you ever did? So the first street was Wicker Park Fest. I had just moved to Wicker Park and Bucktown area, and I wanted to remember to go to the fest. So I volunteered to help at the festival. They were just going through a revamp of their name and logo. So we offered our services to create that logo for the event. And then uh, we're on our 11th year now working with them and doing the marketing graphics and helping them to create that event. And about how many street festivals do you participate in a, in a year? Yeah, so this year we're doing 15 festivals. Um, we're at the very end of the season right now, and the big one coming up will be the one-of-a-kind show at the Merchandise Mart. Yeah, I was just going to ask if you had any holiday shows our viewers should, or listeners, I should say, should listen out for. Yeah, the, the one-of-a-kind show is amazing. It's a whole floor of the Merchandise Mart. Um, it's a lot of uh, emerging artists. They have a whole section for new artists. And you'll see a lot of other Andersonville companies there. So you'll see um, a lot of local products being featured. 
So we know that Transit Tees has created original apparel designs for Morton Salt, Nori Sushi, Antique Taco, F&H Decals, Retro on Roscoe, Sofa Chicago, Westtown Chamber of Commerce, and you are the official manufacturer, as you said, for the Tra- Chicago Transit Authority. Are you working on any projects now that you'd like to share? We did just finish the shirt for Retro and Roscoe that was really fun, um, really well received. We also worked with uh, Bucktown Art Fest, just finished those shirts, and it's fun. We get the posters from the event, and we'll deconstruct those. Uh, we, when we started working with the Museum of Contemporary Art, we would strip off all of the promotional detail, so the name of the event, the dates, things like that. We'd take it off just create that beautiful artwork that an artist made a career of getting to that point. So now the shirt looks like something you'd find in a boutique store. And it's just, um, the advantage is they'll wear it more. So it's not just something they wear to work out or to bed. They'll wear it throughout the day. Then it promotes that event throughout the year because it's now something that is visually more interesting. So uh, we are working currently with Museum Contemporary Art right now. Uh, we do all their membership totes. So as you join, you get a tote with your membership. So we help them with that, and then they're visiting artists. Uh, we finished, so we recently finished the shirts for Marikami at the Museum of Contemporary Art. That went very well, and now it's a collectible item. So that was a fun project to work with him and his studio uh, in Asia. And Shytron Force is a Transformer-like character comprised of the five Chicago sports teams. Is Shytron on the same team as Optimus Prime? And if so, could he take down Megatron? <laughs> we believe he's the ultimate Chicago defender. Yes, so <laughs> <laughs> he should rule all other teams and robots. Okay, <laughs> that's good to know. And um, we know there's a transit pigeon that likes to show up in a lot of other things as well. How did, how did he get started? So we found a replica pigeon several years ago. And when we opened our first store, we really didn't have a lot of product. It was basically a 10 by 10 booth that we put into a storefront to start. Um, we did, however, have a case of pigeons, replica pigeons. So the pigeons became a main display in our store as we filled in product and, um, originally I think they were, uh, just an interesting visual element for the Galleria. We did take one and we put a little miniature CTA map in his wings. Mm. So he's reading the map yeah. to the train and people loved it. We put it up high so people wouldn't take them and he's survived for all these years. Um, and so the pigeons, they'll pop up every once in a while, uh, from our back storage or displays in our storefront we'll we'll take them out around town <laughs> we should put one on the holiday trolley this year oh yeah that's find a really the, good idea find the transit tease pigeon <laughs> yeah so we like to end with this question if you had the chance to switch places with a business or a business owner here in andersonville who do you think you would pick for the day Ooh, that's a great question i always really appreciate the galleria and what they're doing bringing all those artists together it's a little more of a challenge than I think I would ever really want to take on. But I really do admire the Galleria space and what they've done and how many artists they're able to bring together. That's a good choice. Very good. And a uh, lot of new folks in there right now as well to check out. Cool. Which is great. 
Well, thank you so much, Tim, for being here. And thank you for listening to Always Andersonville, the podcast. For more information about Transitees, please visit transitees.com. Show notes on today's episode can be found at andersonville.org. Always Andersonville, the podcast, is engineered and edited by Andy Miles in Studio C at Transistor, a gallery, shop, performance, recording, and teaching space located at 5224 North Clark Street. Have your own podcast idea? The studio is available to rent. Please call 872-208-5877 or stop by the store for details.